Hello everyone, welcome to Stories and Solutions. I am your host, Mr. Todd. This week, we'll be uh, looking for the solutions and the stories that we share. And as always, just look to be hopeful. Up next, we'll be talking about how this left and right and the middle can actually coexist. We'll prove it. I have a special guest here, his name. He goes by Flip, and uh, Flip and I have known each other for decades. Um, he's a poli-sci major, would you say a banker? Financier, no. Financier, um, uh, highly intelligent, is up with the... Debatable. Uh, okay, well, he's still up with the... Uh, you know, when it comes to politics and this whole situation, his view, at least from my point of view, which you can decide for yourself, is um, is uh, I think it's pretty pretty fair. Uh, I think you would you would okay. I shouldn't say I think you would. Would you identify yourself as a republic a Republican? As a Republican, or yes. Would, okay. Would you re, would you consider yourself? Sorry. Would you consider yourself conservative? Yes, definitely conservative. Uh, essentially, been a registered Republican since. Um, let me see. My goodness. Wow. First time I ever voted, just to give you an idea, would have been in 1992. So that first opportunity of ever voting, yes, registered Republican since 92, but definitely conservative views. Okay. And been pretty consistent through the years, so. Now, would you say, uh, considering, I believe you called me a libertarian. Yes. Okay. So would you say that that gets us at odds or are we on the same page or like uh, lateral? Or um, is it we're actually, we're a lot closer. Like libertarians usually fall in line with a lot of conservative views. You know, you're, when you generally think about it, you know, liberty, freedom of speech, you know, this, this, uh, essential, you know, leave me alone attitude. That's what's pervasive amongst, you know, libertarians. So I would say we're closely aligned. Obviously, we probably differ on social issues and maybe root cause and effects. Okay. Those issues. So first thing I'm going to talk about is, well, you can decide. I wanted to talk about generational wealth, Mm -hmm. but if not, I was thinking... We can talk about, so for example, like what is your thought of the best ism? So like capitalism, communism, socialism, fascism, you know, combination. Yeah, obviously I'm definitely leaning towards capitalism. Okay, do you think it needs anything to be tweaked? Because I personally, I I, I understand capitalism. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. I think there's a problem with it when it comes to consumerism blends with capitalism, which becomes overconsumption, which becomes everybody's view is just 
take, take, take all I can get. And at the end of the day, if there's just this pot of money that we decide to say, okay, so the world has a hundred trillion dollars circulating. I see it like this. The elitists are going to go, oh, hell no. I don't want all these people jumping into pie, which is why they have regulations, which is why they have laws, I feel, which is why there is so much blockage of like, okay, well, um, I want to explain this. Like, I don't want these undesirables coming in, messing up our game plan because they don't know how to handle the wealth. They don't know how to, like, they're going to be, you know, something other than what our ideals are. But, okay, so when you say undesirables, uh, such as so like the elites. Well, the elites look at uh-huh. us as the, the lower class. Because, okay, so here's my, my point of this. I feel like people keep calling this United States of America. I still say it's not. Okay. I say it, I don't think it ever really was. I don't think anything's united here. I don't think the states are owned by us. I think it's a corporation at this point. I think it's owned by corporations. It's controlled by corporations. I think our laws are controlled by corporations and lobbyists. I think that um, all of this, like, well, this is the way, this is why I have a problem with it. With This is the way it was. I think that's BS because then there's no such thing as progression. And I think all of this, when I started, uh, like, like cross-referencing, it's still Britain and Britain goes off of elite and nobodies. Okay. Right. And that's what this is. I think that the middle class is gone. I think it's now elite. Yeah. We have a little more millionaires or billionaires, mm-hmm. but in the big scheme of things, 8 billion people and you have 2000 billionaires. That's kind of weird. So I think that they look at the others as if they get too much in, they can change too much or if they get too much in then they have control of their own life because you know think about it financial freedom mm-hmm. and they don't want to have that for us because then our freedom financially now leads to your freedom of your mind being able to do the things you said you wanted it to implement right so then that is messing up their game i also look at like queen elizabeth owns a whole lot of the land here so to me, this is still Britain. Okay. I mean, it's in- interesting. I know they have a lot of holdings here. I mean, obviously, when you deal with the money system, I mean, it's something that's been around for centuries. So, yes, there's definitely, I agree, there's definitely ties back to that. You know, and if you want to go all the way back to the, you know, the, the blue blood families in Europe, definitely, I agree with that. So I, I guess... My thing would be when you deal with capitalism, it's usually for myself and my family. So creating my own niche within it and trying to succeed, whether you see that that's the biggest problem. Consumerism is definitely a problem, but it's something that seems to drive people. Because it's greed. In this, well, it's always, you know, it's it's human nature, you know? Okay, do you think so? Because, see, I don't. Well, I, I it's, think... it's human nature in the sense of what was designed. Ex- exactly. You know, that's why you have marketing. 
you know? Right. These people figured it out. They figured how to get people to want to want things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Other you just, than you your, them... your, your basic form of just survival. Correct. So, so then I feel, I feel like this. There's a, a class of people that are, mm, I won't say just holistic, but there's people that their thinking is, well, and I'm not just going with me because mm. I'm not elite, obviously, right? But I go like, I don't feel that I need money to be my number one thing. Like I'm looking Correct. at, I'm looking at peace, <clears throat> right? That's mm-hmm. something like when okay, someone asked me before, uh, what do you strive for? Mm-hmm. Some people say happiness. I said, oh, I strive for it, like peace, like inner inner peace that brings the rest around you. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't feel it like, okay, well, it has to be, I have to have all this money because at the end of the day, you're chasing money and there's no end game, right? Because Correct. you can't, even if you said, oh, I'm the rule of the world, I have all the money in the world, what does it do at the end? Nothing. So you could just Absolutely say. Absolutely nothing. Right. I mean, you look at these guys, it's, they're just driven by greed, whether it be, you know, the Bezos of the world, you know, the Elon Musk, the Zuckerbergs, whomever. It's once you attain not just greed in the sense of just monetary, you, you've also got the, the sense of power. Power plays an important role here. But what's and power? Power is, is just perceived. It's, it's, well, it is perceived, you know, it's, it's, it's how us as human beings in this world, you know, view certain individuals you know then it's it's a value that that's that's created so i guess to go back to your point of viewed or perceived i should say so when you you think about it yes us people allow these people or you know that so-called attain power from what they were able to do and create or i should say you know whether it be conjure up or, or just because you look at Zuckerberg, that's unintended. You know, he, he, you look at his history, creates this wonderful what whatever was it Facebook? Yeah. You know, something he stole from someone else, brings it to the market, makes you know buku bucks. I don't think when he was creating this thing, at that point, you know, yes, I'm going to be rich. That's what he's thinking. But I don't think he ever saw or realized the 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 extent of the power that he was going to create. You know garner from this creation okay though years later look at him now you know just by his actions alone just the last five years you can tell there's no way in hell he wants to give that up you know well i'll tell you this he told the world these two things Mm -hmm. that always didn't work for me i always felt like he came around through the government i think that they used him as the face like when you say okay well they sell it to us Mm mm-hmm and this is no race thing. This is just straight what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. I see this white guy that the whole campaign of this world is put that face up because it represents um, safety or they're not going to hurt you. Like he looks like a, you know, like a schmoo. He looks mm-hmm. like this. Oh, hey, what's he going to do? He's just a tech mm-hmm. guy, right? Mm-hmm. But just like Snowden, not that far off, right? The way they look. Snowden decided to say, hey, this is not right. Whereas Zuckerberg, to me, I feel like 
when you had this homeland security thing, mm -hmm. it was an easy, smooth CIA move to put this dude in place to give him the backing to have this Facebook. But like you said, again, and this will go to that generational wealth question I'm about to ask you, mm -hmm. is he stole. They all do. Mm -hmm. Right? So his wealth is built off of someone else's knowledge, their information, right? Correct. So if he knows Alleged, this, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. But he knows this. So he said two things. He said, of course, Facebook isn't really good for you, but if you abuse it, but if I told the world that, that would be, like, detrimental to me. Be blasphemy. Right? Mm -hmm. He's like, this would stop everything I'm doing. So, of course, I would never want people to stop using my product but at the same time he said well I, he's not denying it he's like mm -hmm. yes this is detrimental now another rich man Gil, uh, bill gates mm -hmm. what did he say i didn't let any of my family members my kids have this because mm -hmm. he knew it was poison mm -hmm. steve jobs as well so to me that's that same thing of saying okay i'm in the lab and i make a virus mm -hmm. right and it's like well i'm gonna give my family the antidote just in case. Correct. It's like, it's like the, at the basic, you know, level, it's like drug dealers too. See you know, families stay away from it because they, they know what happens. Then you, then you always hear the horror stories, whether it be from the cartels or just any drug dealer at any level. You know, if once their kids get it, it's a whole different story because they know what it can cause. Right. So. So you really I, know you're doing wrong. Yeah. But right. I, that I agree with. I understand. So you, see, so you get my point? So it's like that is sanctioned by your government. They know this. Of course. So then mm -hmm. to me, when people tell me, like, they look at me as blasphemous to say, like, oh, you're not American because you're criticizing your government. I'm speaking the truth. It's like if the you can't have it both ways. Like the government. It the never government, is. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. The government sanctions all kinds of horrible things and then these people can get rich off of it now here's my problem this is where i'll bring in not just one race any race mm -hmm. why is it that zuckerberg oh, it's still drug dealing right it is you know it's harmful, peddling mm -hmm. right so then when you have a lower person that's just on the street and they make their little side hustle why do they always have to get arrested and go to jail and spend 20 years when these guys do all kinds of things and if they get a fine, mm -hmm. if they get a fine, because to me, that's when I said, this is part of Homeland Security. When, when, well. when, when you decide, okay, this guy's going to get everybody to willingly give mm -hmm. us their information. It's unethical well. as it may be mm -hmm. just like the Apple phone, right? The iPhone, you have to push. I agree. Nobody reads all that crap. No. So, you know, this. And you Correct. know me, like I'm a behavior therapist by mm -hmm. like just the way I am now, right? It's my, my brain thinks that way. So I study behavior for 23 years. So I look at uh, patterns and the dopamine, the, the whole Correct. Thing, mm -hmm. right? And I work with a bunch of kids. So when I see them, I can see the control. The control, the effects that, that it has. Right. The government knows this. 
the media knows this. Exactly. Right? Well, that's why. But it's permitted. It is. So Within the game plan. Yes. That's where I think capitalism is wrong. I think when it gets to the point of by any means necessary, but you don't allow the lower class to, to conduct by any means necessary, there's two separate laws. There's laws for the rich. There's laws for the poor. Um, Agreed. It's always going to be that way, whether it be capitalism, socialism, or any other of the isms. Okay. So between all the isms that we have now, capitalism, my opinion, is still the best because it still offers you the freedom, at least it's designed, you know, for you to have the most freedom out of all the isms. Okay. You know, yes, it comes down to you as the individual to be responsible to decipher, do the research like you have. Cause obviously as long as I've known you, you've always had that mind picking, you know, let's look and analyze. Obviously 90, I'd have to say 98% of the world isn't like that. You know, yeah. they play within the game of the isms. So don't get me wrong. I understand wh- what you're saying. And I actually agree because the government is going to allow a lot of this to happen because what do they need? Money. They need the money. They need to tax you. You know, capitalism is a broader sense. Everyone, you know, the way it's designed can do whatever they want so they can make money. Granted, is it perfect? Nothing's ever going to be perfect. But in the scope of like, when you compare it to socialism, where the state government owns everything or God, fascism, it's, there's no money made there, you know, but, but it's, it's control. It's total control. So I guess out of the um, different types of control, which is, you know, that's why I look at capitalism still being best until someone can figure out a way to create an ism that's, you know, beneficial for all, you know, till we get there, you know, right now. And that's why I always choose capitalism. So if you had like a social capitalism, which it, it kind of exists because in America you know, we have social programs and that's where someone like me, you know, I go in and look at that. I'm like, oh, why are we wasting so much money? You know, I, a lot of these social programs I am not a fan of, never not have either. been because it, it just creates more stupidity. It allows these people to be reliant on the government. It doesn't allow them to think freely. I mean, you look at, like, let's just, for example, use this current administration. Oh, my goodness. With, with all these these spending packages that they're proposing right now, and obviously they're working on this new $3.5 trillion one. If you read that bill, that is going to, for the next two generations, affect us. Your family. Negatively. Not mine. Well, yeah, well it will next. financially in the long run, yes, but how it directly will, I think, personally, destroy generations of people because they're essentially going to be beholden to the, the government, yeah. you know, teat. And yeah. then it's just like... You're, you're in well, debt before you, yeah. before you do What are anything. you doing? And these people are just, you know, to go back to another point you made earlier, they're just going to allow themselves, okay, I'm going to bend over right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this. I'm happy. There you go. But... There are social programs within the capitalist state that we currently use. So that. So it's there. It's there. 
that how you use it and how you, I, I guess, make it successful, there has to be better, I should say, more responsible individuals who are governing these programs. Because, again, being a conservative, we believe in small government. Yeah, I don't believe okay? If if that's the case, you hire the you know a certain group, a limited number of people. You put them accountable. You if they don't do what they're supposed to do, exactly. Not any of these lifelong bureaucratic hacks who you know Fauci, fifty years in the business. Yeah. What has he, what done? he done? He's the that's... highest paid freaking government consultant. Ex- He's just a mouthpiece. Whatever. He hasn't practiced medicine in years, and we're listening to this idiot. Right. So, I mean, you know, I'm just using him as an example, but I, I'm just saying, if I have to, you know, live with, the, you know, these certain uh, social programs, right. just be accountable and be responsible and run it the way it's designed. Let's not put people in, in, you know, even worse, you know, even more worse situations, which is what's become. Of, of these programs. Okay. But I think that they should get rid of Congress. All, all of them. I think that there should be a limit of your age. There definitely should be a limit, term limit. Term limit and I, age uh, limit. You know, I, I think the way this, our system is designed with the three branches, I think you should still keep Congress, but I do agree with the fact that you got to limit these idiots. No, you can't keep, have, you can keep Congress. Yeah. I'm saying the people, okay, like this, if, if, okay, you're a poli-sci major. So mm-hmm. say you said, oh, I want to run for mayor. Mm-hmm. By the time you get that in your head, you're probably in your 20s, mm-hmm. right? So you go to do that, then you hit in your 30s, or I want to go Senate, or I want to go House Reps, mm-hmm. or I want to go Congress, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So you get to be like, say, 50. I, I grant it, it takes time, mm-hmm. right? It's a lot of BS, a lot of kiss oh, yeah. and ass, whatever, right? Yeah. So I think that's why I don't get very because I don't, succ- I won't succumb to that. Because correct, I it's, it's, it's not I, in your nature. No, you I know, think, it, I you think don't, it's too temporary. Well, that's just it. But so you don't play the game, so I can't play the game yeah. because I already know. Like, you, if you, I'm looking at someone else, yeah. Like to me, it's like this: I can't look at you, mm-hmm. shake your hand, call you a man, while you're looking at me, lying to me, mm-hmm. knowing I know you're full of shit, mm-hmm. right? And I still got to play the game. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get money. It's all or, about angles. Or, right, That's all or, it is. Or perceived success, mm-hmm. right? And my success is that I don't do that, if that makes sense. No, it it does make sense. You see what I'm saying? You know, that's, that's why you are the way you are. Yeah, see, I don't exactly. feel like, like everybody else could say, well, I got all this. And I go at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're spending, like, you, like, you, like you're working your ass off, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have time for your family. You're stressed out about that. And then you say, oh, it's I'm doing this so I can have time with my family. And then by the time you get the time with your family, they're already grown up. They don't want to have nothing to do with you, but they're sure going to. They hate you, but they love your money. Right. But They're going to go straight in that. Then you die. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the generational wealth comes in. So I'll take a commercial. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Tat T-Shirts, conversation clothing to make you think. Tat, T-A-T-T hyphen 
T-E-E shirts.com or on the gram at tat, T-A-T-T underscore T-double-E shirts. Back. This is Mr. Todd's Corner. Um, here with Flip, a uh, poli sci major, a financier. Um, and Pretty boring. Boring life. Yeah. What would you do if, Love you, it. if you if you could change, if you did it all over again? Um, I probably, I probably actually would have um, gone into directly into politics. You know, originally really? the original university that I had applied to and got accepted was uh, Georgetown University. So there's a part of me that uh, still wishes I, I pursued that. And, um, yeah, I could I could probably be one of these a-holes on Fox News right now, you know, or working for a think tank. Yeah, but what stopped you? Uh, well, at the time, I was playing in a, in a, in a band, and we all thought we were going to be big, and obviously that didn't work out. <laughs> So rapid fire, you pick, and then I'll let you get out of here. Appreciate your time. So you want relationships, money, sports, sports, of yeah. course. Alrighty. So this is one of those things you can't really uh, think too much for the answer. What's your favorite sport to to watch or play? Basketball. Okay. Do you like the team in your state, city, or is, do you like outside teams? State. Or city, I'm sorry. Okay, so you're like with like just straight LA, not like straight LA other than the Clippers. Who's better, uh, James Worthy or LeBron James? Both forwards, right? Yeah, both small forwards. Uh, As much as it pains me to to say, since you know what, I'm trying to be fair here. LeBron James. Yeah, I'm, I'm. LeBron is the man. Not a big fan, but as the player. Better than worthy. He's better than worthy. Okay, so you if know. you put LeBron against a Magic Johnson. Oh, Magic Johnson. Easy, right? Yeah. Okay, what about Norm Nixon? I know I'm going way going back. Going way back. Yeah, but I'm going to pull a Norm Nixon. And if he was what he was then, now, would you put him in like a Steph Curry? Do you think he could have been that? I mean... Are you saying if when Nixon played, three-point shot would, would have been, you know, the, the big weapon that it is now? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you would think so, but obviously, you know, at that time, I think he was either the, the best or second-best three-point shooter the Lakers had at that time. But obviously, he shot maybe 80 times in a whole season. Yeah, Steph can do that in one game. Yeah. So the potential is definitely there. You know, especially when, when you talk about just, you know, the repetitiveness. But the game is totally different, you know, and just watching stuff shoot, it's just pure. But I guess, you know, all, you know, different eras, It's that's where it's difficult to compare them. Because, you know, if you had better, you know, uh, technology with, with the medical, the training, you can always say, well, heck, Ben James Worthy, who knows, could have been better than, than LBJ, you know. I'll say that it was... Potentially there, but I don't see him touching Being death. Okay. Yeah. And then your last one would be, okay, 
Deontay Wilder, should he retire? No, he put up a hell of a fight. You know, he can definitely take a punch if he he looked. He confused. got him down twice. He he got, he looked confused. Well, he was. I mean, he went down what five times. I mean, was it five? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm just because they said it was five knockdowns. So I thought it okay. was like two. Uh, Fury went down twice. Went and twice in the Wilder fourth, right? Yeah, and Wilder went down three times, and then the very last one was the one he was just out. Yeah, I mean, he's got that mean right hand, and you know, there there comes a point in your life where it's just, it's just not there against a certain individual. Because what he won the first fight, right? Or did okay. he lose all three? They, I, they, I don't. The first one they called a draw. A draw. Okay, that's what it was. I didn't okay. think it was a draw. Okay. Because I'm only going off points. Mm-hmm. So if I say to myself the first one, I'd say he won. Okay. Because he did knock down. So say yeah, they, say I was, remember he had him knocking. I mean? Like say Fury, say Fury dominated mm-hmm. five out of the ten, mm-hmm. and even two of them were even. You go, oh, okay, Fury is ahead. But then when you get that knockdown. Knockdowns are usually three. Yeah, it's 10 8. The double knockdown. I think Wilder got 10 7. Yeah, he got got 10. Well, what's his name? Got seven last night. But I think overall, on the majority of scorecards, I think Fury was, I think he won nine out of of 11. So he won nine to two before the knockout. But. Should he retire? I don't know how old he is. 35, 37. He's getting up there. You know, what's Fury? Like 32, 33? And he started, Fury was fighting since 10. Wilder yeah. just started like, what, 10 years? 15 I, I years believe ago? so. Something like that. But, you know, it's up to him. He's made his money. He could definitely do four, but, man, that boy can punch. <laughs> now, would you say yeah. the weight was an ish, the issue? Because I think uh, oh. uh, Fury came in at, what, 280? I believe so. And Wilder well, was only two thirty five. Yeah. So no matter what, I don't care how much faster you are, mm-hmm. you get cornered and you're getting hit. It's tight. Uh, one, you gotta get your faculties, and mm-hmm. two, you're like just you're, you're mean, just getting battered. He looked. That's that's just it. He looked confused. He looked dazed and confused in a yeah. lot of rounds last night. So yeah, I, it's hard to say. I mean, if he wants to continue fighting and making money. That's on him, you know. Yeah, it's gotta be, think of his I'd health. Hang that shit up, <laughs> yeah, you know. Because <laughs> to mean, me, he reminds me of. I'm not even comparing them. Mm-hmm. Tyson is way better, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like, once the armor cracked, yeah, yeah. When they saw Douglas, yeah. So I'm not scared of you. Mm-hmm. you it's everybody over. else was like, oh, yeah. it's possible. Yeah, right. That's how I it is think, for any fighter. And I think with Wilder, he only has a right hand. He doesn't have skill. No. And then Tyson had skill. Mm-hmm. Tyson was fast. Tyson, for heavyweight, moved no. better than middleweights. He can move for a guy his size, not just his size, but his height. Yeah, he's short. Yeah. And he still was able to. Oh, oh you're talking about Wilder. Wilder. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm no, saying no. Tyson. No, no. Oh, Tyson. My I'm bad, saying, my bad. Yo, okay. not Tyson Fury. I'm thinking I'm Fury. Yeah, yeah. He can move for his yeah, yeah, size. Yeah. I'm saying Tyson, Mike Tyson. You're Mike Tyson. I'm saying for, right, for a heavyweight, mm-hmm. he moved like a middleweight oh. to me. Fast, he 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 knew the game. His he combinations were just lightning. Right. Why do you think he just killed everyone his first twenty fights? Right. So I think that once he, like that jaw took that. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from drugs, whatever. It's still he still knew, like man, this isn't work. This isn't working, right? So he had that slide. Mm-hmm. I think that's Wilder. I think he's like, 
all I have is this right mm-hmm. hand, and now everybody knows that. He's a one-trick so. pony. He is, which I think it's smart on his point, or his handlers, to take this, make it part three, because you got to capitalize on all of the money that you, or the opportunities that you have. You know, but who else is he going to fight? Is he going to fight that Russian, or uh, who's that Russian, that Ukrainian Yusik. guy who beat? Yusik, yeah, the who one beat that beat the, Joshua, which yeah. I thought was a joke. Yeah, so maybe they can go that route and see how that turns out. I think Joshua, since he lost and mm-hmm. Wilder lost, mm-hmm. they should fight. Ah, that's a, that's a great idea. Maybe same height. Of, yeah, you know, one's English and the other one's American, right? right. So I same mean, thing. There you go. <laughs> they can go right. at, e- at each other. Well, I thank you for being here, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you do it again. Um, so, in one word, so you can, uh, or not one word, you don't have to, but describe uh, uh, Mr. Todd. As far as an adjective or whatever you want to Enlightening. Say. Enlightening? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. I appreciate that. That's cool. All right. All right. Well, I'll, Mr. Todd, just, signing off. Just give me the, the C note after we sign off. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. I got cash. All right. <laughs> Here we go. So thank you for listening to another episode of Stories and Solutions. I am your host, Mr. Todd. And a big thank you to all my guests. Tune in next week for another episode of Stories and Solutions. Thank you for listening.